Hi, and welcome to this week's edition of the Redheaded Preacher Podcast. I'm Richard Lanford. I'm the Redheaded Preacher of St. Peter's United Church of Christ in Skokie, Illinois, an open and affirming congregation in the United Church of Christ. This Sunday, May 2nd, is the Sunday our church celebrates our 154th anniversary. The sermon, called Branch Life, based on John 15, 1 through 8, is not so much explicitly about our anniversary, but implicitly about how the message really applies to today and the future of St. Peter's, kind of to keep on keeping on, uh, but the importance of what that what that is, uh, which is to remain in the vine, but also to bear fruit. And uh, I'll leave it at that without giving some stuff away. And it's very brief, but I thank you for tuning in. And uh, let's open the rest of the podcast with a prayer, if you'd be so kind to join me in the spirit. Blessed God, we thank you for today, for waking us up this morning, for giving us the device and the technology behind it through which we are able to listen. We ask that you bless this time of listening and thinking about it afterwards so that we may better do your will. This we ask to the glory of your holy name. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our first reading is Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 1 and 4 through 14. Many of the Israelites are now in exile in Babylon, but Jeremiah is still in Jerusalem what is left of it. The king, court officials, leaders, and even the artisans of Jerusalem and Judah have left. The great prophet writes a letter to the exiles, and this is the first part of it. These are the words of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the remaining elders among the exiles, and to the priests, the prophets, and all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had taken into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. It said, Thus the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses and live in them, plant gardens and eat what they produce, take wives and have sons and daughters, take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage, that they may bear sons and daughters, multiply there, and do not decrease. But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile, and pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare you will find your welfare. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Do not let the prophets and the diviners who are among you deceive you, and do not listen to the dreams that they dream. For it is a lie that they are prophesying to you in my name. I did not send them, says the Lord. For thus says the Lord, only when Babylon's 70 years are completed will I visit you, and I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope. And when you call upon me and come and pray to me, I will hear you. When you search for me, you will find me. If you seek me with all your heart, 
I will let you find me, says the Lord. I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord. I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. Our second reading is also our gospel message. Unlike the passage from Jeremiah chosen for our anniversary, this is taken from the lectionary. <clears throat> it is John chapter 15, verses 1 through 8, and is part of Jesus' farewell discourse in John that comes before his arrest, trial, death, and resurrection. Here now some familiar words, also fitting ones, for the church anniversary. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me, you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me my, and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done to you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. Here ends a reading from John and our scriptures for today's service. Thanks be to God for this, God's holy word. Happy birthday, St. Peter's United Church of Christ, the first church organized in Nile Center. This congregation has been through a lot in 154 years, both good and bad, and places in between. Some of our experiences have been what our country was going through, like the Great Depression and two world wars. Some of the things we've gone through are unique to us or to our parent denominations. We are, by the grace of God, still here. Because, at least in part, we have continued our branch life. On our birthday, on our anniversary, that's a huge thing to celebrate to reflect on, and to pay attention to always maintain, always as we go forward. Jesus said, as we heard Annie read, I am the true vine, and my father is the wine, vine grower. He removes every branch that bears no fruit. Abide in me, as I abide in you. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me, and I in them, bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. A branch is an offshoot of the vine. The vine is the source of life and nutrients for the branch and what the branch produces. Right away, as we celebrate, we must keep in mind that we are alive and bearing fruits of service because we have stayed in close contact with Jesus. He is the source of our life, 
our ability to bear fruit for others, and ongoing growth. Now, I've always been drawn to the idea that this is a, an organic kind of connection, or communion, if you will. At least the metaphor is. It's not mechanistic. It's, 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 some, it's not something we build. It's not ritualistic or legal. Branches are connected to the vine by nature and necessity. And in our case, we can make that a, a spiritual organic, you know, organic equals spiritual kind of thing, maybe. Without the connection, branches die and are cut off. And even with the connection, those that bear fruit undergo pruning. Ouch! But there's a long plan in mind. They undergo pruning to help them do better, even better later on. God plays the long game a lot of times, if not always. Now, about that word abide, if you're old enough, and maybe not even, you know the hymn, Abide with me, fast falls the eventide. The darkness deepens, Lord, with me abide. But abide is a word we rarely use. So Frederick Dale Bruner offers a helpful translation to um, make your home with me. It is still true to the sense of abiding. It still means to continue with, to remain with, to stick with. So when Jesus said, abide in me as I abide in you, we can hear it as, make your home with me as I am with you. Bruner adds, Jesus as I am, making mine, as I make mine, my home, with you, tells us that Jesus has already turned his life toward us. Would we be so kind then as to invite him in? His grace precedes our faith again. His love prompts ours. To abide in the vine is to make our home with the vine, with Jesus, and let what the vine brings and the vine itself, himself, be in us. It's how we got to be 154 years old, making our home and bearing fruit. Taking the word abide, which is what I said our church has done enough of to stay alive and bear fruit, let's take another look at vines in general. Isaac Viegas of Sojourners wrote, The vines behind my house creep along a fence, then trespass into my neighbor's yard to crawl onto the roof of a tool shed and jump onto the tree canopy. There's a wildness to vines, which Jesus offers as a metaphor for his movement in the world. End quote. Viegas talks again, talks about how the twists and turns of Christ's vine led Philip onto a wilderness road in Acts chapter 8, whereupon Philip met an Ethiopian eunuch studying Isaiah. 
After a Bible study of Isaiah, the eunuch asks Philip, what is to prevent me from being baptized? Like a shoot of vine, shoot of a vine dangling at the trellis's edge, Philip may have wondered if this baptism will reach outside God's plan for the church. One scripture in Deuteronomy forbids eunuchs from entering the assembly of God's people. On the other hand, Isaiah 64, verses 4 and 5, welcome eunuchs into God's house. To include or exclude, either way, Philip could use the scriptures to justify his response. What does he do? Viegas says, Philip chooses the wild love of Jesus. If the branch bears fruit, then the church will know that this experiment in faithfulness is part of the true vine. Bearing good fruit can be fruit of the Spirit, works of love, of mercy, inclusion, justice, and hospitality, among others. Vines are wild. God, the vine grower, does not have to arrest that. As branches of a wild vine who make their home with Jesus, we bring his wild love to others as a way of bearing fruit to and for them and for God. As a way to let persons who have been habitually feared, avoided, excluded, or considered not really so welcome at church know that Christ and these branches do welcome them. It is one way of seeking the welfare of the city we exiles live in on earth. And the very, seeking the welfare of the city in which we live, in, their, in its welfare is our welfare. Branches not bearing fruit do get cut off. So part of this church's fruit, I believe, was crafting and voting to adopt our open and affirming covenant. Another part, and there are too many, that would be a whole sermon. Another part has been Laura Olson on our behalf, working with a local jewel, thanks to Carol, District 69, UCAN, and Pastor Cranford, plus other locals in need. So holiday dinners given by Jewel and the people who put into that canister at the checkouts are distributed through St. Peter's to bless others in our neighborhood and Chicago kids who are with ULIC Children's Advantage Network and more. We cook for and will serve in person again one day at the Aegis Harvest Kitchen. We offer the rummage and bake sale, collect hats, cookies, new underwear and more for the night ministry and make benevolence gifts through our women's guild. We are branches linked to this wild love of vine Jesus, seeking to keep our home with him and by bearing this fruit and other fruit. So all of this involves God's grace and our intention, discipleship, prayer, taking the challenges of ministry and more, keeping our home with vine Jesus, who brought his love for the world now brought forth through his churches. We stay healthy, we grow, we experience branch life, and have a history to reflect on, rejoice over, and be inspired by. 
We experience branch life by continuing to make our home with Christ Jesus, our wild vine of love moving through you and me, and in you and me, because Jesus says, I am making my home with you. He makes his home with us by grace and faith. That's how we can bear fruit, which help people and truly honor God. So has St. Peter's lived, despite our flaws and sins. So may it always be. To God, to God be the glory. Amen. As always, I hope you found this message challenging, if not also a a wee bit entertaining. Uh, Whether your church, if it's not St. Peter's, is celebrating an anniversary or not, the message really is one for every Sunday, for every day, for we branches who want to bear fruit of love and service, peace and justice and faith um, around the world and within the walls of our residents. We need to stay connected to the vine called Christ because he's our, he's the source of all that we have as a vine is the source of all that the branches have, especially in order to bear fruit. So thank you for listening. Next week is May 9th. May God bless your week. Amen.